0: Hello, ladies and gents. This is Mike Hitley on the Hetley Group Real Estate Show. This is a podcast designed for real estate professionals who's thinking about getting a career in real estate or who's already been in the business. We'll learn some great tips and tricks from the professionals and the veterans. Continue to tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Hitley on the Hetley Group Real Estate Show. When I say we got one for you, we got it. We have an investor entrepreneur, Tyler Durant out of Chicago, who's gonna give us great insight of how he acquired over 30 units in the Chicago area. Now let's get to it. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Hedley. We are back for another great episode on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. Uh, Our show is geared for real estate, particularly professionals, but in this case, uh, we had to highlight this brother here. He's an investor in real estate and actually killing the game. Uh, He's in the Midwest Chicago area, but I'm quite sure in the insight he provided, we can use it worldwide. This brother's in an investor, landlord, entrepreneur, and been in the business, I would say about 14 years, came from corporate America. Let's give a warm welcome, to Mr. Tylen Durant. How you doing, brother? Thank you very much. Oh man, man, you know how to give, I gotta like give a good, good, good entry, man. So I can let the people know exactly who you are. So we're gonna dive into it, brother. So now, yes, okay, from what I've seen in the bio, I know you say you've been in the business 14 years, but then you said uh, uh, from the bio that you transitioned corporate America, is that true? Yes, yes, yes,
1: I was in corporate America for a while,
0: while. What sparked that bug to say, you know something, I'm, I need to put my time in a junior real estate, what was that?
1: So originally, I always talk to people about like the power of like, yes, right? Okay. So like. I would, here I am, I mean, I, at the time when I first got in, I was uh, in wireless and I was selling cell phones for Sprint, right? I was okay. like um, part of the sales team there. And um, I just had this idea of, you know what, I'm gonna buy a house, fix it up, and sell it for more money, right? And that's mm. all I was gotcha, gotcha, I was not interested in being a landlord. I okay. wasn't interested, I didn't really know much about real estate. I was just trying to make some extra money outside of work. Okay. And my buddy, Arthur, he also was, um, you know, uh, looking to do the same thing. And uh, we both were working and he, he stumbled upon this property and he just asked me and said, you know, would I like to do it with them? And I said, yes. And that yes literally changed my life because, wow. you know, we went into that property and um, I ended up meeting um, a, a gentleman who was a realtor who sold us the property, okay. who you know, t- teach me a lot of things, who then, mm. Club mm-hmm. me with my now mentor and it kind of all kind of spiraled from there but mm-hmm. it started with just like one yes and I always think back to if I would have said no or if I would have like like just been like no maybe later or you know my life would be completely different probably you know what I mean so it was just amazing I had that one moment but that's really what it was I just wanted to make some more money outside of work I really didn't think it would be my life I just was trying to make a couple grand honestly oh, in in you
0: yeah. know but well, it's, it's it's interesting you say that because uh, uh, you know decisions we make impact so impact us so much that one quick decision calls you go this way. You said that you connected with this brother, got the property, stole it, did now. And the reason why I'm, I'm going with that is my first deal I did horribly on, like it was a learning yeah. lesson. Because I'm a firm believer, since you know you win, I mean, and you lose, but you don't really lose, you actually learn. Because mm-hmm. you know what to do next time, right? So, did you actually benefit off your first deal?
1: So yeah, so so interesting enough. So we so we don't know anything, right? Like okay. we're going to uh to, to get our real estate licenses at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and oh, um, hold on, let,
0: let let me interject.
1: So um, you're licensed? No. So I, I was I was I let it I let it um you let it go, go. inactive. I, okay. I, I okay. Let it go. okay. When I first got into real estate. I um, Because I'm just an investor strictly now, when I uh, first got in real estate, um, when we made the decision to flip this house, we were like, maybe we should get our licenses too, right? So we, okay. we didn't know what we were doing. We were just like, let's just do it all. So okay. we bought this house. We maxed out our credit cards to fix it up. Maxed out your credit card. I gotta write yeah. that down. <laughs> okay. Like we maxed out these credit cards to fix it okay. up. We didn't have a lot of money at all. And, and then um, we flipped this thing the first day. We fixed it up. And the first day we listed it, we flipped it. Like, it was, like, complete, like, a fluke, right? So you must, so, have,
0: you must have buyers waiting. Just
1: waiting right there lined up. You know what? I think we got lucky. We threw an open house, man, and they okay. came. And, um, and they liked it. And the first person who was interested just bought it. And we were just like, so now we're like thinking it's easy, right? Uh-huh. So we're like, dude, this is easy money. Like we're flippers, we're real estate investors. Like, you got you, like, got, you got you got you first. got you got you. We uh-huh. up with, you know? And so then we do our second one. And it was the worst, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the second one, it was, it was the worst, Got You do <laughs> yeah. the first, but it was the second, okay. Know, the second one was like, you know, shooting a half court shot. Uh, and then you close in and you're like, oh, I'm a basketball player. Okay, okay. And then you need to lay up. You're like, oh, I got something that they could, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so the second one, man, we went in there and we tried to rehab that one. And that one took, we saw the first one in a day. And the second one, we it took us 11 months to sell. And wow. because we bought it in, um, we bought it like in that transition in 08, the second one. Okay. And so like the values dropped drastically. And we didn't understand that, you know, the market was tanking and so on and so forth. We we were Mm -hmm. young, gang. We didn't understand how to, you know, how to really do our after repair values and stuff. So Mm -hmm. when we bought it, we thought it was going to be worth this much. And and then after four months of rehab, everything had adjusted at that time and, you know, period.
0: Let me, and I got to keep asking questions on this particular topic here. You was pretty much buying something at the, Right at the beginning of that pandemic, not pandemic, of the yep. financial crisis in 07, 08. Yep. How long did it take you to rehab that property?
1: It took me four months to rehab that property. Four
0: months to rehab.
1: And it took you eight months to sell it? Yeah. And like another, like, I would say seven, eight months to sell it you know because gotcha. like yeah like like i think it was like an 11 month thing it was just shy of a year i remember it being just out of a year so then that was like a big wake-up call like i guess maybe we're not as good as this exactly was, exactly uh, gotcha. so it was it was it was some of like us being negligent and not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also a combination of the market turning you know mm-hmm. we didn't understand that things could swing like that and we never witnessed so, it before, so quickly you know? yeah, yeah exactly i, see, I see swing so quickly yeah, yeah. Yeah, just happened so quick. It was just like, man, like where, did the, the values go? Correct, correct, and, uh, correct. And so it just completely scared my 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 boy off. And he's like, well, I'm looking at the values. All the numbers are down. There's no room to flip. And mm. the last thing I wanted to do for some reason was be a landlord. And mm. and so he didn't want to be a landlord at all either. And so he kind of just left real estate alone and went into another industry. And I was like, well, I don't want to leave the industry. I said, let me just try the landlord thing. Mm. So I have a little bit of money from the first flip. The second flip, we broke even on. We spent 11 months to break even. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, at least you broke even. Because yeah. I was in the deficit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's <laughs> it a good was, thing. It was the best, it was the best. So, uh, um, so I had a little bit of money from the first flip and I said, okay, um, let me just try the landlord thing. And then all I really wanted from the first property was to be able to pay my car note. That was literally mm. my mm. I was just like I can buy a property and have it pay for my car. I'm cool. I don't need nothing else, you gotcha, know. Got gotcha. you. Okay. The were very very low at the time, you know. So, um I bought I bought um a three unit Okay. Um, I think I profited about nine hundred bucks a month off of it. Okay. Um, covered my car note insurance and you know pretty much my gas at the time, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and a little bit extra. And you and, and, and you know I just kind of kept going from there. I set another goal like, man, now I want to pay my rent. You know. And I was like, I want to do this. Now I want to do that, and it kind of built from there. Mm-hmm. So, so so now
0: that you you became a landlord, and if you yeah. mind me asking, because I know some people are kind of private with that. Fast forward, how many units do you own now? And and on top
1: of that, do you buy and hold, flip, or wholesale? So now, it's funny if you would have talked to me 14 years ago, I I never gonna be a landlord. Gotcha. You know, I don't want to deal with no tenants. Mm-hmm. I don't want no phone calls. I don't want. And, and and now fast forward, um, I own 31 units now. Oh okay. brother, hold hold hold. We gotta get
0: congratulations on. That yeah really? <laughs> you 31 Thanks. units now we're gonna highlight that on, on our show 31 units right that, that's a beautiful thing brother. definitely pass me on that but that's a great thing 31 <laughs> units so so if mommy asks, is
1: this multi-family or single family or combination it's a combination of both so i um i, I have i have uh threes i have a four, I have, and I have several single family homes. Mm. And I like them all for different reasons, we can mm. get into that. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I mix it all up for sure. Mix it all up, beautiful, thing. Yeah. So now, I, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm primarily, I, I, I deal in Section 8 housing primarily.
0: You know something, I'm gonna share something on that. I'm not a fan of that, right? No. And, and, I, and I'll put it out there as we talk. I think, I I, I used to early on with, uh, with some of my units, but I, I turned it away. I know mm-hmm. the guaranteed income is and in. I know each local area, falls far as the restrictions, ah. is like they're so tight around that, right? So I like the fact that if I can deal with the tenant as bringing cash to the table, something similar to a bank where is though, they might say, we only gonna finance um, 70% of it and 30%, mm-hmm. I need you to put some skin in the game. Because now, like I said, you got some skin in the game there's some, your high, your level of concern is higher. Right? So I, I think, and I've been successful with it, that when people are paying cash, they take care of your place, yeah. and there's a, like I said, there's a connection here. My experience, when I dealt with some tenants, whereas they only pay $50, $25, they don't really care. Destroy your place, move on. So, but anyway, I digress. That was just my, my moment there.
1: You know, I, I definitely, Section 8 has its challenges. Correct. It, it, it's, it's it's a blessing and a curse, right? Because you get the guarantee. Okay. Um, all you have to do is pass an inspection um, annually or semi-annually, and um, but you know, I mean, I get it. I mean, there's there's a lot of pitfalls to it, and I and I have a mix of cash and Section 8. I just primarily, okay. time, my portfolio is mostly Section 8 because Multiple the properties Section. I acquired, like these last bundle of properties I acquired, mm. they, they were turnkey and they were Section A rent, and I just turn. yeah. Oh, so
0: if you mind, how many units did you acquire at one time? This last deal I did was five, huh? five units, five, five units. Things, yeah. And if you care to share, why did the seller want to sell? They just tired of being a landlord, or
1: so they had them. there. so they acquired these in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, they made more than five times their money. Um, they want to move on to a bigger investment. This mm-hmm. this uh, investor in particular, I think he wants wants to do Airbnb's. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know there was room to negotiate, and you know we got the deal done for sure. Wow.
0: So do you have partners or just you now? Cause I may have heard you mention a partner earlier. It's just me. I started oh, out I was, well, Yeah. <laughs> a for that. So I, you that know, a i Yeah. Mean, and the reason why I'm saying that, I don't mind working with people, but I think when it comes to situations like this, I don't want to have to rely on a decision that you made and I didn't feel comfortable with it. So now it goes south, right? So now That's we're true. looking at each other but if I made the decision, it's all on me, right? It's all on me. So I, 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 I salute you on that, right? So no, definitely, because, yeah. of, because I, I just think that a lot of people feel as though that they and there's there's nothing wrong with scaling quick with the team, right? You got to have a good people in place, but you can do it yourself. There's nothing wrong with that, right? For so sure. I digress, yeah. brother. But, it, but you just hit me with some nuggets here. I gotta, I had to just comment on yeah. it. So <laughs> no,
1: yeah, I, 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 I would love, I like having a partner in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um and I always say he was a blessing to even offer to do it with me. Um I've been I've been able to do it myself. And I and honestly, I wanted partners when I was going into the rental side of things. But if I'm being a hundred percent honest, a lot of my friends at the time, which is being knuckleheaded and you know, they you know women, just women and drinking and partying yeah. and Yeah, I and, know where you're going you with know. it. You. And it always, I like the women in drinking party too but I mean but you got to focus and, and I was the more focused individual mm-hmm. um I think they were that's just what their life was about at the time so I kind of had to keep moving you know um but a few of those brothers reached out and they're like you know we want to do something now and I'm a, you know I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna assist them you know with some things now but
0: you know yeah. some brother we got a lot in common man i am I'm be honest with you I've been in <laughs> situations where, is that hey, listen, I'm gonna party. I'm like, listen, we gotta get, take care of this, get the priorities. And there's nothing wrong with that, but let's let's I've always said take care of the money. You take care yes. of the money, it's gonna take care of everything else, right? So let, let, let me transition a little bit, still on the topic of real estate. You got in your bio the bird
1: method. I know what it means. Yes. Explain to people what that means and how that benefited of your business. So um, so after acquiring a few of my my first rentals. I mm. came across called the bird method. Mm. And um, at the time, we didn't call it the bird method. It was just something that my mentor was doing. And then I then read in a book, what he, I, like, I, I, like I read this book and they referred to what he was doing as the bird method. Mm. And so what I found is that it's one of the most powerful tools when you're trying to build your portfolio. Um, and what it is, is um, it's B-R-R-R. And the B stands for buy. And then R is um, renovate. The second R is rent, and then the third R is uh, refinance. And then some people say B R R R R. They throw another R on there and they say repeat. Repeat. But the repeat exactly. well. I've heard Perfect. that. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. I've heard that. Yeah. So um, I think it's just a great process. It's, it's just a great way to acquire rentals and kind of recycle your money because mm. you can put money down. Like let's say you have thirty thousand dollars to play with, right? Mm. You know, and but you want to get ten homes. You're looking at 30 grand you're like okay well how am i gonna to get to home homes for 30 grand
2: mm. well
1: you put that money down on one property fix it up rent it out refinance it get your money back out mm. and then doing it with the same money mm. and then every time you pull your money out because it's a refinance and it's not a sale it's tax-free mm. so it's a great way for somebody who has a minimal amount of money to kind of do big things and that's been really key because I mean just background on me, I come from humble beginnings. I didn't really have money when I started, right. you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I um I mean I, I think I started real estate with like five thousand dollars on a credit card, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that that was that was really pretty much all I had going on. So I needed to be creative and, and see new ways to kind of recycle the money and, and birth the birth method. In, in some instances, depending on what area you're in and right. how good the deal is, you can not only pull your money back out, but you can pull extra money back out. I've done mm. deals like that. But I put in 30, walked away with 50. Now I got 20 grand on a refinance tax free. And then i move on to the next deal and, and then it, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger you just don't get greedy with it you don't over leverage um make sure that when you refinance you you leave enough money to pay the mortgage and make a profit you know don't get greedy and a whole equity out you know um and and, and now you're making a hundred dollars you know on your rental um you know it's just a it's, i think it's the best method i've i've heard in real estate you know a lot of guys want to flip 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 but this is a way to flip without the ta- capital gains tax mm. and a way to flip without um worrying about having to find a, a buyer
0: oh so on that topic got a couple of questions with that you actually answered them as you was talking what do you say to uh um, an investor a becoming investor or a seasoned investor that might say you know, well, I, the goal is to pay my properties off. Like I want them to you know, hear so much about generational wealth. Uh, if I got dead on it, how do I really get to that point to really pay them off? Uh, uh, Cause I've had a client one time say that I think he had eight at the time. His goal was to have 20 to 25 free and clear properties. For sure. But, and, and that might be a process as far as paying them down. But I, and so what do you say to that, you know, in terms of it, going to be free and clear. They continue to do the bird method and get more properties.
1: So, I guess it's all about your goal. Mm. I always say that there's good debt and bad debt, right? Mm. And I think, especially in our community, we always mm. like free and, clear, free and clear. I don't want to owe nobody. I don't want to mm. owe nobody. Okay. Um, kind of got to get used to good debt. Um, mm. If you have a debt of $250,000 mm-hmm. that is being paid off by a tenant and you're never paying a mortgage and you're making money on the monthly. Like, is it really a bad debt? It's a good debt, and I think that I think people are just scared of the word debt. And I would urge them to kind of recalibrate and kind of and rethink about how how they feel about debt because it means a good thing, you know. Like, uh, like I'm wearing this shirt, um, cash flow. Uh, this is a uh, Grant Cardone's company. Yeah. Well, 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 uh, you know, so let, let,
0: let me, go, go ahead. Good. I'm going talk about
1: go He's he, he, he all about the debt, Grant Cardone. He, you know, like I watch him a lot. And, um, I aspire to be, you know, not that big, I mean, he's pretty big, but you know, just be kind of on that path, and he's always, like all about the debt. He's like, give me more debt. He's like, give me billions of dollars of debt. He's like, cause I know mm. what to do with, it. you mm. know, and credit card debt is bad. You know, the Cardinal debt is bad. The student loans and the personal Correct. loans is bad, but when Correct. you attach debt to real estate, Correct. it's actually a benefit to you and it will be paid off in time. Cool. And and, and if you do it in this lifetime. If you take all the loans on in this lifetime, then the next generation, they can have all these properties free and clear. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta start somewhere. You know, you, you know you can't just buy. You know, you buy each home free and clear. you are not going to be able to scale. You know, that it's big. quick enough. Yeah. And, you know, it's- and I will say just the
0: what you said a minute ago what happened to you in 08, uh, and not to get too much off sidetrack here, but we all know, I guess my years have been in real estate, is that there's a market correction every eight, nine, ten years, and I think we're open for that. That's coming, right? Exactly. With this whole COVID thing and and with the new administration uh, uh, trying to get a new stimulus bill, the reason why they're doing that is they see it's a lot of evictions and and you can't and foreclose this on the back end. So my point yeah. to that is, a person takes out a loan or say if their loan is coming due this year or next year and hopefully we don't have a collapse like we did 07 08 i don't think there'll be nowhere near as that magnitude mm-hmm. but banks were denying people from to refinance because sure. of that and they were stuck so now it's yeah. like you what know, do i do the properties like I, I don't care if get my money and, and the property is cash flow so mm-hmm. so what do you say to that there because that could be a little sticky point there Particularly if they got adjustable rate, so now they got to refinance. The yeah. bank may say, "Nah, nah, we need to get all our money." It's like, well My property is cash flow. I need the money." So, what, what do you say to that?
1: So, so I always compare the real estate. I know, I know, stock guys don't necessarily agree with real estate guys, and real estate guys don't necessarily always agree with stock guys. Correct, correct, correct. correct. All of them is one and the same, right? Okay. So, I always say that the market, and and, and I'm speaking towards stocks and real okay. estate, the okay. market. Punishes the impatient. Mm. Right? It punishes the impatient. It, it is literally designed to punish the impatient. And Warren Buffett has a saying: be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy, right? Right. And mm. so, so it's just like you just gotta kind of play it. Um, um you kind of gotta play it like the stock market. You have a bear market and a bull market. And um, I think of real estate the same exact way. Mm. So If your values are low and we're going through maybe a financial crisis or we have a a boom in the housing market, it's just not time to refinance. It's just not time to sell. It's time to buy. It's time to be greedy. You know, when I was coming in, you know, when that happened to me in 08, my partner, he stopped and everybody else that I knew that was interested in real estate didn't want to buy properties no more. That's when I got in. And then years later, The values went up, I was able to refinance the ones I got and acquire more. And that's how I actually scaled from seven homes to 14 to, and I just kept kind of kept going. But you got to be, you got to be greedy when others are fearful. So, so to that question, I would say, if if the values aren't there and, um, um, and, and, and you're worried about that, I just wouldn't worry. I would sit it like a stock, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I would just buy more. I would like, but I would let what I have sit right until it appreciates. And I would buy more because it's all going to come up. This, mm-hmm. this is what happens. The market corrections happen in right. both games, stock market and right. um, uh, real estate. And like the market just punch, punishes the impatient. You know, people right. jump out the window. Oh, my home is worth $100,000 less. I'm going to sell it. You know, and I think, right, 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 but, right. so. So when real estate's on discount, nobody wants to buy it. But if I say uh, Best Buy got TVs, but you know, have off. Be, be a line, brown, and wrapped around the block, brother. I got exactly. you, that way. Mm-hmm. you know, if I got PS5s for twenty-five percent off, I bet you I couldn't keep them. You know, but if I say homes on sale for forty percent off, they're like, man, I can't play that game.
0: Non-performing <laughs> you know? asset. You said something about that PS5? Ridiculous.
1: Yes, for sure. So,
0: so, so would you say that I'm a, I'm a firm believer that anything that happens, unless it's clearly out the blue and sudden there's always small indicators so would you do you say pay attention to the indicators like
1: watch trends see what's for sure Mm. that was my biggest problem is when I first got into real estate with that second flip I didn't understand trends Mm. I mean we were young we were just now going to get our courses and um you know going get our license or whatever and um everything we were kind of just winging it you know Um, about me and fake
0: it till you make it
1: Exactly. We, 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 I got this credit card. I got this five thousand dollars bet put this five thousand dollars now. We go buy the materials on the credit card, and we go just, we go just pay the workers as we go. And that was just mm-hmm. what what our plan was. We we're just trying to make some money. And and and, and um, as far as the, I wish I would have knew more about indicators, we could have like self saved ourselves. You know what, eleven months of nothing. Um, but um, now I always pay attention to it, and mm-hmm. and I love it, man. Like. Like, like, my net worth increased this year, um, like 20%, and I, and I hate it because I'm like, nah, man, go down. I want these properties to go on sale. I want my net worth to drop 30% so I can go out here and buy some more, and then it can come back up. <laughs> I love that.
0: Speaking of that, are you a, I know I actually meant to go about buying whole, do you ever sell anything? Has it ever been a, an, an offer to you that you had to say, wow, okay, I gotta get rid of this because it was so good
1: man i get tempted so often and me too. um <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> man i me had too. this home i did man i just did this one um and and it's a two unit i duplexed it down Ooh, so okay. i took uh, i took uh, a three bedroom one bath and made it a five bedroom two bath and then i took the three bedroom one bath and made it a four bedroom one bath and and you know did it real nice and all of that and um you know this market last year everything went up
2: correct. so
1: I thought my after repair value was going to be like 250 it ended up being like 315. wow and and so and i was all in it for 200 and i was like oh i should sell it but correct, i was like yeah, i'm gonna sell it I'm, I'm i mean i'm cash flowing on it pretty good and I know it's gonna take a dive, but I know it's gonna shoot back up. And I'm just gonna play the long game. The long because, game, uh, exactly. You know, I could make, you know, maybe after fees, maybe 90 grand on that property in particular on mm. a flip. But if I let them pay down the debt on it and hold it for longer, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars to be made. Mm-hmm. And I can make a thousand dollars, you know, a month, potentially on that property in particular. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm always a long game, I don't sell really. I mean, if I see a, a tasty flip out there, I might get in there, but I'm not a flipper. I love the bird method. I love, you know, putting the money down, refinancing, trying to put a little bit of money and holding everything because the option to sell, you know, as long as you weather the storm with the market, that'll always be, you know, um, like well, what, what you know, things are hot right now, you should sell. But you know, that's just kind of how people are programmed, you know, but exactly. I mean, for the long term, you know. Um, so I mean, it'll get hot again. You know, it'll it'll dip and it'll get hot again, and it'll probably get hotter honestly because I think Chicago is really trending up. They're doing a lot of gentrification in here, mm. uh, which is I'm I'm you know I'm trying to get more people that look like us to hop in before it gets too hot. You know, and, it it, and it's like hot. New York, <laughs> correct, <laughs> you know, <correct>. exactly <laughs> New York. I look at those prices, I'm like, y'all, <laughs> it's,
0: it's crazy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah. To different. Hey guys,
0: thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Let me ask you here, because I do want to dive into the whole Chicago thing. Um, you, uh, um, so now you said play the law game, which I think is ultimate key. Because I look at it like, any very successful company Netflix Apple etc yeah. all of them they put you on subscriptions right yeah. and the thing is that monthly income that's the money there that's that's the gold that's the golden goose so let me make this monthly income go ahead and do that for you make that for 30 40 60, 100,000. but then what you gonna do with it right if you're not yeah. if you don't invested wisely the tax man gonna be all over you right so exactly. let me focus on this monthly income. So I salute you on that right there. A lot of people you don't really understand that
1: concept. Chicago.
0: Okay. But you
1: know what it is about that real quick, though? It's just, it's not sexy. Ah, like, 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 like nobody, nobody is it, like, when I'm talking to people about rental property, it's just mm-hmm. not sexy to them. Mm. Like, all I of is I don't want no Section 8 tenant. I don't want to have to evict no cash tenant. I don't want to have to fix no toilet. It's a very, I always say that, I, I make this joke that being a landlord is the, probably the most unsexy part of, of being you know, uh, in real estate. You know, Wholesaling is appealing because, oh, no money down, just flipping contracts, and then you got flipping, I'm gonna put the money in, flipping, get the money. Like everybody wants, it. It, it's just a sexier way to do it, but they don't understand the jeopardy and the net worth and, and, and the wealth building is all in buying and holding the property, but it's just not a very, Attractive, you know, way to do it. I mean, being a landlord is like dating the uh the nerdy girl with with with, with the master's degree who makes a lot of money, and, and flipping the property is like dating the you know the 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 video vix.
0: <laughs> but, but but here's the thing, though. Oh man, that's a, I like that metaphor. But that nerdy girl, that that, that was a uh, figure of speech. That was Steve Dobbs. That was Bill Gates. Yeah. That was Zuckerberg, right? The long game, right? So, so she, she nerdy, but who's going to be there 20 years? Ago? That video, up, she out of there soon as somebody else, a little bit younger, come along. She come.
1: Exactly. And that's exactly. the flip money you Get your little $50,000, you blow through it, mm-hmm. you know, you pay your capital exactly. you fees, your capital gains tax, and then you, if you don't immediately put it to another asset, mm-hmm. like I got, I got friends who are career flippers and they hit dips where the market's not good. And, and, and I've seen them up and down and up and down. And, and I'm like, I, you know, because they just refuse to hold property. They just wanna flip, flip, flip. And Correct. you know, one bad flipping, and you that's it. know. You're right. That's it. You know, that's it. You know my income just keeps, you know, going up.
0: Well, let, let me segue into Chicago. Okay. Yes, like Chicago. I said, I have been it twice. Um, South side, that's where you at. Yeah. The media, you know, it gives it a better act, right? Sure, for sure. How, how, how do you navigate? right? Because you're there every day. How do you deal with with uh uh the tenants, people that look like us? I mean, like because I, I want you to speak to the world, and let them know, hey, you can invest here. In Chicago is it. And it takes a certain caliber person because again, like like I look at my properties in low income areas. I know how to deal with my peoples, you know. So, and some of us don't know how to deal with us, right? So, how do you walk us through that? Chicago vibe and 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 the the negative, not all of it, but sometimes it's like because of the negative life doesn't balance. How do you deal with that as a landlord? And do so, you manage? Do you yeah. manage?
1: Okay. I do I do um, own and manage all of my properties. I don't do any work. I do have men in place for that. Exactly. I, do, I do take all my phone calls. I do my own leasing and so on and so forth. Exactly. Um, because I do it full time now. Um, mm. And I've been doing it for the last three years. So I just kind of just kept going with it. Um, okay. now as far as dealing with our people, what I've found is that the perception that Black people in low-income areas are dangerous or hard to get along with is... It's mostly false. I think a lot of times when dealing with our people, like like if you treat them with respect and integrity, they'll, they'll treat you like, you know, respect and integrity back. Like, I, you know, I talk like when I'm rehabbing a project, I walk over to the neighbor, I introduce myself, and I tell them what I'm doing. I tell them if they need anything while I'm rehabbing.
0: Mm. Just
1: you know, I give them my phone number. And I never have issue. They love they, me. On, they
0: will like, watch your property when you're going.
1: Exactly, they'd be like, Man, somebody just walk out your property and <laughs> call you, and, and, and it's just more so about the interactions But I think sometimes we can, um, we do it to ourselves. Like, if you're a brother that's doing well, um, a lot of times, if you're a brother that's doing well and you come into a low income area, you're up, and so you walk around like you're up. Mm. The best thing to do is kind of blend in, you know. I don't right. come around doing too much, I just come around, I got my hoodie on, and I'm just like, hey, I'm rehabbing really this property, nice to meet you, need Me, something, It's my number. And I don't really have any issues, man. I mean, because um, it. it's, it's reciprocated, and, and, and it's an energy exchange, you know? Mm. Um, you know, like I'm high and mighty, I own this property, this is my property, blah, 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 blah. you're gonna get like a little bit of pushback. You right. know, most of the people are cool. Now you do run into ignorant people here and there, but it's very few and far between. Um, and, and, and then also, I always say that you want to get in on things while they're on the ground level and the hood is ground level. You know, um, the south side of Chicago has a lot of beauty in it. There's water uh, east to the, t- to the south side of Chicago and some of the investors and some of the places I invest in. And um, there's a lot of infrastructure being built. I mean, and it's just it's, it's just, you know, you don't want to you don't want to get in when it's already up, which is unfortunately when we're going to want to invest. You know, a lot of times exactly. we're going to want to come in after they build it up and after all the others bought it all up. Um, it's definitely best to get in while it's ground level when it's a little rough. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just to speak on that, I, you know, I have our Friday, uh, five minute Friday talks
0: and I, and I told uh, uh, to, told the audience that you said get on earlier things before it gets hot. Watch the gentrification. All mm-hmm. this is public information. And it was in the yeah. two, years, two or three years ago, right? If not earlier, right? Go down to your local city planning. What you got coming up? Hmm? What's a good indicator? A new uh, Starbucks is coming, Trader Joe's, yeah. you know, because, because they don't be anywhere. A new Chick-fil-A is coming. So, so that is, which is a great indicator that, okay, I think I might need to be focusing on this area. So salute you on that. Um, not for sure. Let, and I have to add, this is a side question,
1: side conversation, but it's good. How far are you from Obama's house? <laughs> Obama. Okay. So I so my investments are South Side, and they range from um, an area called Fernwood Roseland. Okay. Uh, and and all the way to I would say north to close to the lawn area, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so so that's like my range. And um, as far as my investment, now I personally live in an area called the South Loop, okay. which is downtown, this okay. is where I live. And Obama lives in, uh, his house is in Hyde Park. Hyde so thing. Hyde I Park, heard about it's in the middle of my investments and, um, and me, actually. Hmm. Like, so Hyde Park is like east, um, but south of where I live. So I can get to Obama's house in maybe 10 minutes. You can't even so get down my, that street, can you? You can't drive down that yeah, street, man. I don't think I could drive down the street, no. But I've been, I've been in the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't get down there. But, but, but I'm saying
0: for the public though,
1: like the street is blocked off. I think last time I checked, it was when he came. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's like that all the time. Oh, okay, you know. Gotcha. But, gotcha. I was um, curious. Uh, I don't know if he even uses that house no more, or even owns it anymore. I don't oh. know if he did come here. Um, okay. I don't know if, he, I don't know, you know, I know he used to come here, but. Gotcha. Um, I haven't checked in the last couple of years okay, but used okay. to be, when you come to Chicago it used to be a big thing you know
0: Yeah yeah that was a side piece conversation So let me back you this here Grand Cardone okay I was in the clubhouse Are you in clubhouse
1: Yes I just okay. started a clubhouse. I'm not I I've been on I literally hosted one meeting a realtor asked me to come on and speak and that was the only thing I did on there
0: Okay, gotcha. So I happened to join and I was in a room with Grant Cardone and I raised my hand. I'm waiting and waiting. I was on about three hours standing because this was able to get up on stage. But I was going to say, brought the 10x, but the ultimate book that I do like is Sell or Be Sold. I really like that book. Because yeah, I did yeah. trainings on that with my, with my, uh, with my team. Um, I think, it, I think it just speaks to the nature because you always sell it. you're always on stage, right? You call it the yeah. way it is, right? So it's like now, like we're, we're communicating and you're selling me and I'm selling it and I'm selling it back to the audience, right? Um, so how has that been a plus for you, his methods? And because I see you with the for you and his paraphernalia, brother, is he paying you a check? <laughs>
1: no, he, <laughs> no, I just, I just threw this, dude. I'm this, this, talking, because... I'm joking, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I just like the shirt. I like I the, got the, the got I like to the, to the, to. The visual. He okay. actually does like single-family homes. Yeah, he from, doesn't, he um, doesn't. No, he don't. Single-family homes, yeah, yeah. I, he had a bad experience. I, I heard of his experience in his, with, with his first investment property. It was mm-hmm. a single-family home, he didn't make no money, did he end right. up selling at a loss or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he likes to buy big communities. And yeah. I think that's 100% right. If you're financially in a position to buy big communities and big, uh, um, you know, uh, multi units, you know, with 100 units, 300 units, then that that is the way to do real estate. And I know that he filed funds, and um, eventually that's where I would like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I like to listen to him to kind of know where I want to go one day. Exactly. But I think that, for the common man, I think that single families, two units, four units, sixes. I mean, I think that's the way to go A because that's the real estate right now. Good. And, you know, we're not all going to crowdfund $3 million tomorrow and put that down on, you know, seven or ten million dollars worth of real estate, you correct. know. correct. Um, correct. Uh, have, you know, a 700 credit score and and, and five grand, you know, and mm. we're like, we with this, you know, and and I like to speak to those people in particular because that's most of us, especially people that look like you and I. Exactly. Um exactly. you know, we're not, you know, crowdfunding a lot of times requires you to be around money. Um and this isn't to diss his methods because I love, I'm a fan of what he does, but it requires you to be around money. And, and, um, you know, a lot of us don't have the rich uncle um, or we're not in the networking event or we're not in a situation where we can really pull people's money to then invest in property, pay them a dividend and eat off the residual. A lot Mm -hmm. of us set up to use our NACA, you know, use our FHA, use our VEA loans and take that and make that into an investment. Mm -hmm. So I I disagree with him on that one piece of, you know, don't do single family homes, don't do anything under I, agree. I think I think his number is what 30 units he doesn't like anything under 30 units or whatever the case may be I'll you take know? it in a
0: heartbeat
1: I'll tell you exactly you know exactly <laughs> and like his goals, his goals are my goals you know correct, um, correct. You know, so it's uh but I, I am a fan of him for sure correct and, and also you know he
0: and I kind of talk too much of with him but he's accountable to a lot of investors. It's not like, and you know, I know he said he buys the property and it's like investors come along. And I think he take, I think the money that comes back from, from uh, that he gathers from the crowdfunding, that's how he able to, to get his money, probably refinancing his money back out. I'm unsure about that. Um, so brother, here's the thing, man, you are hitting me with a whole bunch of great insight in Jews, man. And, and, and again, I definitely know not cause I could talk to you all day about this. Um, <laughs> Well, what we do is, well, before I ask you that, is there a question you wish I should have asked you that you wanna ask?
1: A question I wish you would have asked me. No, you you're doing you're doing good, man. I can tell you ain't new to this. Well yeah, brother, I guess <laughs> trial and error, man. I said,
0: you know, I want to kind of kick this thing off because again, you know, we run the brokerage and I don't have to kind of get the brand going because I know everybody got podcasts. I said, but I need to focus on my lane and also to shine a light on us, so to speak, right? Because, and I just think that that's big, and don't get me wrong, I'm open for anybody, but I think, like you said a minute ago, we don't get that attention where, if I had to put, if I had to compare it in terms of a football field, starting at the one. Sometimes we still in the locker room, where they already at the 80, right? Yeah. So when they say equal playing ground, please, nowhere near. Like, we still doing the catch-up thing, right? but we gonna get there (laughs) so brother give me two golden nuggets right we ask all the guests that whether it be a book scripture uh uh, uh, um something uh uh, uh, um something you've seen on ig give us something for our audience where they can just kind of feed off that and 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 run with it
1: um so for one i would say um don't be afraid of debt um that could be very useful. It can be a smart debt. Smart debt, right? Smart, smart debt. debt. Smart debt. Good debt. You know, um, <laughs> don't be afraid of debt that's attached to an asset that's paying you every month and paying for itself. Um mm-hmm. so definitely don't do that. Um and also, um, collaboration is better than competition. Mm-hmm. Um you, you lean on your network. Um, when I said that I do my i manage and i own my own portfolio alone i do own it by myself but make no mistake i have a great lender Mm. um great workers um i have a great mentor um i have a good circle of people around me and and nobody in my circle is like jealous jealous hearted and we all kind of complimenting each other well and feed you know feed each other so collaboration is better than competition just Mm. you know like you want good workers you know um talk to your buddy um, about his workers, it, it, you know, if you want to understand something, be humble and, and ask the question. Um, just just my network and me just kind of being humble and, and receiving the energy around me has gotten me pretty far in life. You mm-hmm. know, but I think a lot of times, especially with us, you know, if, if he got it, you don't want to rock with him, you know, and, Horrible. you know.
0: Isn't that isn't that, I got me to interrupt, bro. Isn't yeah. that so bad because it's like, what's for you is for you. And even for though- sure. You could, I, I'm a firm believer that you couldn't. If you had it all, what you gonna do
1: with it anyway, right? Exactly,
0: you can't take it with you. The
1: exactly. Jason tried and they got robbed, <laughs> yeah. They just tried and they got robbed. And it's, it's so many of us had that mentality where you know we don't want to hang out with people who have more, or we get envious of them. Mm. Like, my mentor killing me on the residual and on, on the units, and I love it, and I, and I feed off of it. And I'm his biggest fan and biggest supporter, and he's been very supportive. And then I have friends when we have one or two properties or none, and 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 uh, but they're good dudes, and, I, and I'm giving them all the game I can give them. Mm, that's what and it's about, me. and that's what it's about. Like I just see it too too much. We just move by ourselves, and we're we're a lot of times we're self-serving and conceited when we get a little something. And, and um, I always speak to, not to be long-winded, but I always speak of the 33% rule. I don't know if you heard of the 33% rule. I, I,
0: I, go ahead, go ahead. I had, I, I, I've heard of it, but
1: but go ahead. Go ahead. You're so you're gonna like it. the 33% rule is spend 33% of your time with people who inspire you, Have who remind you that, um, <clears throat> that there's more to get. Spend mm-hmm. 33% of your time with people who are like-minded, who are oh, eye level, who understand you. And then spend 33% of your time with people who you can inspire and uplift. And I live by that, and it's, it's created a very well-rounded life for me. And I think it's, if, if everybody applied that to their life, it'll, it'll be better for sure.
0: Wow, brother! I mean, let me tell you something, man. Here's my thing. To be honest with you. I think right now my uh, 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 producers, like we've been online 42 minutes. i so yeah. we just keep on going, brother, because this is hey, a great insight, know, man. Sure. And <laughs> what I want to say is that we will kind of continue, keep chatting away, and all that, because I. Love to have you on the show more times because I think you can get sure. inside uh, do you invest
1: outside of Chicago or just focus on your particular area I do I do Chicago only I, oh, I, Chicago, I started okay. in suburbs and then I moved to the south side of the city okay. and I've been planning and building I do however I just talked to a, a friend of mine who would like to collaborate and he has his eye <clears throat> on Gary Indiana. Gary Indiana um, okay. And I'm okay considering maybe plant some seeds there plant some seeds because they there. have structure infrastructure there. Um, they're doing a lot of building. Um, if you look at it geographically, it's kind of perfectly placed um, um, for, you know, um, you know, to, to be better than what it is. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I let all the older people tell it. Gary, Indiana was was a great place, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it can be that again. I'm not sure, but it's something I'm looking into right now. All South Side Chicago. All
0: South Side Chicago. Fabulous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, listen, we- we have Mr. Tyler Durant on the show, real estate investor landlord in the Chicago area. His brother's doing some wonderful things. We're gonna keep highlighting his brother and we will have him on the show again. And we'll have all his social media handles and uh, we wanna constantly continue to support what he got going on and support us as well. This is Mike Headley on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. We'll see you on the next episode. Hopefully you enjoyed that great episode there on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Continue to follow our hosts as well as us, and we'll provide that great content. We'll see you next time.